Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. Special guest, Phil's Lawn Care, is back today, guys. I'm really looking forward to chatting with Phil. He's a friend of the show. We've had him on the program multiple times, and he's shared with us how he went from his dead-end job to starting Phil's Lawn Care, taking that full-time, and then in addition to that, starting his side hustle of his Phil's Lawn Care YouTube channel. And so today, we're going to dive even deeper into social media social media strategy. Uh, and Phil and I are going to kind of share some tips that we each use. We're just iron and sharpening iron and talk about his business and what's kind of some of the next steps as um, he's really got a lot of positive things going on over there in northern Idaho. So and we're also, you know, chat a little quick exposition, Phil's diet, nutrition, workout program and uh, much, much more on today's program. Uh, Phil's one of my favorite guests. so This is going to be a lot of fun. We also want to welcome to the team a brand new sponsor. You've heard of them before, I am sure. And I just want to express my gratitude to our brand new sponsor. And that's our friends at Rainbird. So for well over a decade, I've been using Rainbird products, guys. And uh, it's so cool uh, to have them a part of the Green Industry Podcast now. Mr. Producer and I and our team, we work so hard to provide you high level information, entertainment every single morning. We really want to be a morning show for entrepreneurs that just starts your day off with some insights that's going to be practical strategies to really help you take your business to the next level. And so we say around here all the time to support the sponsors who support the show because they make it possible for Mr. Producer and myself and our growing team to create the most excellent episodes that we can so that you can get your morning off to a great start and really move the needle in your life and in your business. So in the coming days, we'll hear a lot more from our friends at Rainbird and uh, their brand new um, RC2 controller, which basically this mobile app interface, it's so simple to use that your customers can have access from anywhere in the world to their irrigation system. So they could be out on vacation in Hawaii and just like that, you, you know, you get out their phone, their smartphone, and uh, they can tinker around with the settings uh, that they want to create. So the quick pair technology, the Rainbird mobile app, um, you know, the already good controllers now just better, the the RC2 controller from Rainbird. So we appreciate them uh, partnering with us at the Green Industry Podcast. And I absolutely love when brands, you know, that I've used for years and years, like Rainbird and Echo and Toro, and, and the list goes on and on. When we get to actually partner with them on the program, it, it's uh, it's really cool. I'm, I'm very, very, very thankful. Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point, you got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit GetRoll.com slash green industry to claim three months free. 
Without further ado, here is today's conversation with my buddy, Phil's Lawn Care. Um, did it work? I, I don't know. I didn't even know we were going, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're live on there. Now, when you, right. hit, when you hit download, where did it go on your phone? I don't know. I think it downloaded. It will say video downloaded after like a little bit of time. Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah. So now yeah, you have right. your TikTok. You're right. Yeah, yeah buddy. Right. <laughs> and it's HD. It's not blurry. That's nice. There you go. Now now the Instagram will All right. theoretically, All right. if, it, if it's a good video. Now, if you have a flop of a video, I can't help let, you. If, if you yeah, have some. Let, let, let me ask you, big plus. Um, how about like hashtags? Do you, do you do any special hashtags or what? I do five hashtags. So the guy I the guy I listen to to learn about Instagram is a guy named Hey Dominic. He's on YouTube. He has a YouTube channel. So I just do whatever he says to do. So I usually do five hashtags. You yeah. don't want to spam them, right? You don't want to do right. Like I think it, I think, and I'm not guys. I'm I'm not a um. I, it took me 10 years to get 10,000 Instagram followers and I was hustling. I mean, I was working hard. I was being consistent. I was showing up. I was doing the deal, putting good pictures. Like I, you know, I don't put raggedy pictures up there, even if I'm promoting job or whatever. I, I take, you know, excellence to quality what I do. Quality. Yeah. Very quality. Mm-hmm. And I plowed away for 10 years and I got to 10,000 followers. And then in one month, it all doubled more than doubled. <laughs> Hundred and fifty percent growth in one month. So I'm curious. This month, I'm like, am I going to double again? Or like, am I going to go? For, am I going to twenty five to forty? Or is it going to is it going to plateau? Like, I don't know. Because right right now, I'm getting like five hundred new followers a day, uh, minimum. It's really? Like, yeah. Every wow. every single day. I I uh, it's it's, it's mind boggling to me. But I just That's shared nice. with you uh, my secret. So there you go. Paul, if it works out, man, I'll give you all the credit. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> well, so you I heard it from Paul. I got it from Paul. Yeah, well, you're welcome. You you got to help me with YouTube because I'm I'm in a slump, man. I'm. I I, I, I drive. You know, I'm telling you, YouTube is the hardest one. YouTube is the hardest one. I promise you that. Because for me, for me, like YouTube's hard. Instagram's. It, I mean, maybe with the secret that you just gave me, it might be a little bit easier. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, YouTube is the hard part cause you got to create the video. But after that, you know, I, I think growth wise, uh, yeah, like you were saying, you know, depending on where you're doing good at, like some people just blow up on YouTube. Some people blow up on TikTok or vice versa, on Instagram. Um, but, uh, I wanted to kind of briefly talk about Facebook, man. I, I've been having troubles with, um, people taking my content and posting them on it. Man. They take my content, Paul, and they get like a million views on Facebook. And it's like my video, you know, and, and I have to go, go in and fill out a uh, Facebook copyright form and, and take the video down. But then like, sometimes the copyright form gives you troubles because Facebook would be like, Oh, you filled out the wrong form. And it's like, well, you do it again. And then they're like, okay, okay, we'll take it down. You know? I had people creating fake profiles on there and getting like 13,000 followers, 15,000 followers. You, and they do this too. Do you have a kid, uh, Phil? I thought you, you and your wife didn't have kids. Uh, my wife's babysitting. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. would you adopt somebody? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I started, kids. I thought I heard a kid and I'm like, maybe my neighbors are out or something. Then I was like, <laughs> it sounds like it's coming through you. No, no kids. But as I was saying, like they take like Al, I feel so sorry for Al, man. Someone has made like so many accounts, Al Blaze <laughs> accounts, 
And they take his videos and just like post them everywhere and get a ton of views. And I kind of tell Al, like, Al, you got to do something about this. He's like, nah, I got no time for that. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Well, and but, in a way it is, it is blasting his brand and name. It is. Yeah, it is. But people see people get paid for that, man. People oh, get wow. paid for your content. You think about it, like they're yeah. probably running ads through them. Maybe, you know, but I don't know how, how it works or if that's even legal or not taking someone else's content and getting paid for it. Hmm. But who knows? I hope Al comes to equip this year. He better. He's got so much free time. That guy fishing every day, fishing out all fishing every day. I see him on the Instagram. He's fishing. He's yeah, man. Life of Al. Yeah. I want to go over there and do a, do a collab with him, but yeah, I just saw that Florida turf. I just saw the juggernaut him, him and the juggernaut did a video together today. Juggernaut was at his house, uh, hanging out with him there for a few days. So would you go over there and mow some tall grass with those snakes and gators? Yeah. So I, 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 I would, we'll see. I mean, I would too, but you got to be careful around those areas. I mean, I, I, I think I've only seen one gator in my life, and that was like in a pond that was fenced in. You know, it wasn't ever, I've never seen a wild gator, you know, come across a field or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I sent Al yesterday, I sent him a video I saw on YouTube where this gigantic alligator walked across a golf course, and he literally sent me a message. He's in his fishing boat and there's an alligator like 20 feet from him. You can see the little head sticking out of the water. Oh man! And I was like, and they're just chilling fishing. Like it's nothing to see here. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I'm ready for all that, but yeah. Do those things eat people? Alligators? Dude, I'm sure. Crocodiles. I've just seen happy Gilmore. Didn't the guy like Bob Barker, didn't he get into it with a alligator? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? You ever watch that movie, the golfing movie? Uh, no. Have you ever watched Gone Fishing? No. No? Oh, that's the only movie I know of where they uh, they have like that alligator that would eat people. You got to be careful oh, around wow. I'm sure they do, man. Think about oh, the size. Man. Some of those get huge. Idaho Falls, how far is that from you? I think that's in south. It's near... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little far. It's a little okay. far away from me. Well, they got to they gotta, go up. Go ahead. Northern Idaho is much different than Southern Idaho. Why is that? Northern Idaho, you're closer to the mountains. Oh, you got wow. the Montana mountains near the Can- uh, Canadian border. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm two hours away from Canada. Wow. Yeah. But Southern Idaho is like, I mean, you start getting into, you know, some, some desert. Oh, <laughs> you know, really? Some desert places. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like empty, dried up. Uh, but there's Boise. Boise is a huge state. Boise is really nice, really beautiful. Now, what do you mean state? City? Or, yeah, city. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my geography's not that great as is. You start you start <laughs> telling me Boise is a state. Oh, man. Mr. Yeah, Producer is going to. We Okay, Idaho touches Nevada and Utah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And So, and, yeah, southern, southern, southern Idaho, when you get closer to that Nevada border, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a dry. Wow, you guys, you guys touch Washington, Montana, Oregon, Wyoming, Utah, and Nevada. Mm-hmm. You guys have like a Walmart or, or a, 
Lowe's? Or? Of course we got. Yeah, we got all those. Really? I was yeah. just expecting it's like you and not too many other people live out there. If you come here, Paul, you'd be amazed. Very clean city. I, I'd recommend coming to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho instead of Spokane, where I used to live. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho is much prettier than, than Spokane. Okay. You got like restaurants and stuff? You got a Longhorn Steakhouse? Uh, yeah, we got Longhorn, but we got this barbecue truck, this mm. nice barbecue truck that serves just bomb uh, brisket. Mm. They got brisket, they got pulled pork, they got uh, tri-tip. Love that barbecue spot. You get like a, you know, you know, mac and cheese, you get beans on the side, coleslaw. Mm. You go to the food trucks, they're good. You know, but once you start getting into like the chain restaurants, eh, they're not as good. So we get a lot of people that buy locally, buy from farms mm. and they make meat from, you know, obviously make food from it. And so you get a lot of like homemade meals coming from these trucks. And I'm sure they, they sometimes they cheap out on products, but still, you know, if you find the right people, find the right trucks, find the right food source, you're going to get a good meal from it. That's so, great. We got a, we got a few fancy restaurants right by the lake. Like you go into a hotel, you go like seven flights up and, and you're up in a restaurant where they each meal is like $40, 45 a plate, you know. Some plates are like 70, depending on what you get. But those are like the high-end fancy restaurants. So you'd go there once once a year type of deal. You know, man, what's 30 bucks a pop to DoorDash in Atlanta, man? You just get a simple <laughs> little meal at DoorDash and they got all these bells and whistles. I was talking with Megan and Joey about this last night in our monthly profit meeting. Never so, use DoorDash. Yeah, don't, uh-huh. don't, I don't, I don't recommend it. It's uh, hashtag not sponsored. It's expensive because they, they charge you a delivery fee and some kind of other fee. And then the, like and you got to give the guy a tip and it, I mean, it, Man. it adds up. Like you could make the same meal at home with your own ingredients for probably less than $5. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it ends up costing 30 bucks by the time you, you know, you get wild caught salmon with some broccoli. Ah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my six pack back. <laughs> but you know, you can make that at home for definitely under 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Wild caught salmon can be pretty expensive depending where you buy it. Right. But, um, anyway, man, it's what three thirty now. It's like six thirty your time, Paul. Yes, sir. On, on the nose. So you're, you're three hours behind me. I wonder let how, me ask, let, let me ask you, Paul, you do a lot of, um, fitness and, and training and all that. Um, how do you stay hydrated? Like what's the best way to stay hydrated? Do you have to drink a lot of water before you work? Cause like me, I, I seem like I work a lot, but I don't drink enough water. Ooh. So I I'm constantly dehydrated. Yeah. And uh, do you have to drink that? Sorry. You got to drink that like before you work or during work, like what would be a good process of, and what do you drink before heavy intensive work? Yeah. Well, number one, you want to eliminate or decrease your caffeine because that's going to make you dehydrated. Do you happen to drink coffee or anything like that? I drink a cup in the morning, but I try to drink water with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, one cup, you know, probably isn't going to be that big of a deal, but Mm -hmm. you know, here in Atlanta, you can't be drinking coffee and going and working and our our city's nicknamed Hotlanta. So Mm -hmm. A, you don't want to be putting in, um, 
you know, pre-workouts and caffeine, you know, that's going to make you dehydrated because you're already, you're already starting, but I know people do that for the energy, but you're already starting behind the ball. So it starts with drinking a lot of water on front of, on the front end. And then a lot of the football players, I used to have a lot of customers that played in the NFL. So I would ask them these kind of questions. And like when they're on the plane flying to their game or whatever, they're drinking um, something called Pedialyte. And they actually, there's another name for it that's not Pedialyte, but it's, I forget the name of it. Oh man. But it's like Pedialyte. That's going to replenish your electrolytes and things like that, but it doesn't have as much sugar in um, in it as Gatorade. So Gatorade is going to have electrolytes, but it's going to have a way too much sugar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you just know, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I drank for the first time today. Again, not sponsored by Gatorade or nothing, but have you heard of Gatorlite? No. It's like it's like a a rehydrator for like a rehydrated version of Gatorade. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not like Gatorade zero or, or whatever, you know, no sugar, but it's called Gator light. And it's, it's been like, I drank it and I felt pretty good after, but mm-hmm. um, I looked and it has like salt and stuff in it. So I don't know if does salt is salt good for uh, hydrating or like hydration or yeah. does that dehydrate uh, you or what? Well, I think it does, but if the right amount, it, it's probably good. I'm looking at Pedialyte Sport Electrolyte Solution here. Um, man, we can, we can get deep in the weeds on this, but uh, Pedialyte Sport. There's another name. Coach T, my, coach, my trainer, Coach T, told me to get it. They have it at the drugstore. It's not Pedialyte. It, it's like another brand, though. Because hmm. Pedialyte can have a lot of... Um, is it good for athletes to drink Pedialyte? It's important to consume an electrolyte containing beverage like Pedialyte to replace fluids and electrolytes in the body. So uh, athletes can lose six to 10% of their body weight through sweat. So, I, I mean, I think that's the same for landscapers, especially mm-hmm. if you're in these hot, you know, dog days of summer. So my best understanding from coach T and my own body is, is to, you know, be very minimal with caffeine intake and drink as much water beforehand, just a ton of water beforehand and always be drinking water. Cause if, if you wait till it's too late, um, you're going to get dehydrated. I know my boy, Jason from Lake taps, he's out in Washington next to you. You know, he was in the back of an ambulance recently, I believe, cause he got wow. dehydrated. He, he sent me a picture said, stay hydrated boys. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm trying to drink more water, but the thing is, what I've noticed is, you know, you run a lawn care around. The only problem is if you drink a lot of water, you got to use the bathroom. So it cuts your time, you know, and like it, it adds a little bit of time to your route because, but I think you also, what I've noticed is you have to not only drink a lot of water, but you got to eat something while you're at it. So you don't have to go to the bathroom as often. Cause if you just drink water, you're going to constantly go to the bathroom. But if you eat something with it, you know, you won't have to go as much. That's what I've made for my body. That's how it is. So yeah. like I'd eat like a few bars and take, you know, drink one whole bottle of water and I'd be good. You know, yeah, those but bars if I drink you got- one bottle, go ahead. Yeah, if I drink one bottle and eat nothing with it, I don't need to go to the bathroom in like 15 minutes, you know? So yeah, just the, those bars. I'm, I'm anti-sugar coach, coach T. I, I really am trying to get a, 
flat abs, six pet, you know, get, get ripped. So you don't eat no protein bars, no nothing. Well, the, you got to look on the, in the nutrition label. A lot of them are just, uh, I have an episode coming up. Oh, hold Naylor. on a second. Oh. How do you say his name? Naylor Taliferro. They lore. Naylor. Yeah. You have to say it like that. Yeah. I used to call him Naylor with Naylor. No, I was just one of these jokers that guys, why do you, like you say, if you, if you wear your um shirt with your phone number, people will call you. Um, yeah, I get phone calls all the time. All day long. My number. I need to change my number. Yeah. It's getting wild. But, um, well, so the bars, the bars. Yeah. What well, I was saying on, on tomorrow's program, Dr. Frank's going to, we did a topic on why people buy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's phenomenal. We I just got done recording that episode. It's a phenomenal episode on why people buy and, and how we can persuade them to, to to buy from us. But I think a lot of these nutritional protein bar companies they sell you on oh it's a fitness nutrition bar protein bar you know and they sell it to you. But if you actually look at the ingredients and what it really does to your body, a lot of them are, have a bunch of sugar and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, garbage. Not, it's garbage, but they market it that it's this athletic bar or whatever. So I don't really eat any of those protein bars or stuff like that. Um, I'm sure there's good ones out there and I, you know, you guys can email me. I usually will delete them, but you know, I'm sure I'm making people mad right now. Cause there's probably some good bar and whatever. Uh, but, um, I try to eat real food. Um, oh, me too. Yeah, my wife and I, we try to eat as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I used to be so bad. Like, I'd, I'd go and eat McDonald's. <laughs> like, I'd say I'd say last year is probably when I quit eating McDonald's, but I used to be very bad. Like, I'm not perfect now, but um, I'm trying to cut away, like, junk food from my life. It's just mm-hmm. like, I, I can feel the bloat, like you know how you feel bloated after you eat like a whole pizza, like a Domino's pizza. Like I'm a big Domino's guy. And that's like, you're tempting you me, man. With- you're tempting me. I'm a craving Domino's, Marty. I'm a craving Domino's. Oh, don't do it to me. My buddy was at the pool yesterday, Matt, and he had three or four big old Domino's oh, delivered to the pool. And I was like, I want to, I want to just go over there and eat the whole thing. Don't do it to me. Uh, Domino's pizza. Oh the my garlic gosh. Garlic smell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Uh, You're a Domino's guy. Oh man! But hey, you know we're trying to break bad habits here. You know we're trying to eat healthy. Um, but I'm like a chicken rice. Like when it's healthy eating, it's chicken rice. It's it's meat. You know steaks. Cut it up at you know make it during the day. Cut it up at night. You got something to eat during the route. But. Uh, Hold on. Uh, they must have a new theme song. When I was a kid, it was gotta be, gotta be Domino's. Buffalo wings. All right, sorry about that. Oh, no, man. Whew, this is. But no, you gotta stay healthy. You gotta you gotta eat some healthy food, you know, throughout the day. You gotta have some protein because if you if you're stopping by at all these you know fast food restaurants, eating burgers, I used to be that way. Like 
I'd go and remove snow, you know, and you don't eat all day. So you just stop by McDonald's, you get the burgers, you get the fries and you start eating on those, dude. It feels so bad after. I mean, it's just like you're dragging your feet to remove the snow, you know, or whatever, whatever season it is cutting the lawn, you know. This commercial's from nine. This commercial's from 1995. <laughs> I'm a little dated with my marketing on Domino's. Take a listen to this. Next up, the 1995 Air Show Precision Jet. This is it. And I thought their pizza was something. Hot, mild, and now barbecue sauce. Call for any pizza and get a full order of our new chicken wings for three ninety nine. Three dollars and ninety nine cents. What a little That's the commercial. That, that was nineteen eighty. Nineteen ninety five, right there. Nineteen ninety five. A big old box of buffalo chicken wings were three dollars and ninety nine cents. I remember that song. That's crazy how good of marketing Domino's. So that's an interesting story. Domino's passed Pizza Hut. As the number one pizza company now. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a mod pizza in your area? Oh, yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. I had that last night. They have salads there, too. They got salads, yeah. I think it's a little bit of a healthier option, in my opinion, than Domino's, but it's pretty good pizza. What jaw? You're, yeah, you're tempting me. What did you get? So I got the... Uh, I got two. I actually ate two of the the, the regular thin crust, you oh know, the regular mod. I don't like that stuff, or not stuff crust, the thick crust, man. I don't like that. It's just, it's not mod if it's like that. But I got the meat lover, whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Mm-hmm. And then I got the uh, the barbecue one. Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't custom make them. I just like, yeah, I'll take that and I'll take that. You know. Mm. You ate but both hey, of them? How, you ate, ate both of them? I, I eat a lot. Phil, I, you don't I, understand. I, I've been eating so clean. Like when this podcast ends, I'm about to drive myself to Monty. <laughs> Give me a pizza, Coach T. Oh, man. I, got, no, I, I hired a personal trainer to try to get me in shape, Coach T. Oh, man. Coach T shaking his head right now. She. <laughs> she. <laughs> oh, <he's>, she. <laughs> My bad. Coach T. My bad. Oh. Uh, Coach T. <laughs> she, sorry to tempt you, Paul. Man, you might you might have to go and get some pizza after this. You know, and I'm not like you. I I I I walk down the thing. I'm like, give me some of that. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. And then they put it in the brick oven, right? That's what Mods does, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Take it to the right place. Oh yeah, it's it's close too. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I don't know. I, I I'm a guy that uh, that has to eat something different every day. Like I can't have pizza every day. I can't have burgers every day. It's got to be like. You get, eat pizza on a Monday, seafood the next day. You know, you got to have some tacos the other day. It's got to be different. You know, I get sick and tired of eating the same thing every single day. I don't know. I don't know about you, Paul, but I, I got to switch it up throughout the whole week. It's got to be different. Well, shout outs to my boy, Connor. He uh, he sent me a $200 gift card to a place called, I think it's called Good Ranchers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I bought $150 worth of burger meat. And mm. Phil, these have been the, I bought a Traeger grill and I put the burger meat on the Traeger grill. These have been some of the best burgers. And then at the very end, I'll put a piece of Swiss cheese on there and I'll actually make vegetables with it. But it's, they've been the most delicious cheeseburgers, man. So good. But yeah, I, I, like I, I kind of make the same thing every day. Cause I'm just not, I make scrambled eggs in the morning and then I'll have a burger in the evening. 
Do you, I see myself sometimes skipping breakfast. I don't know about you. Like I, I'd be so focused on getting work done. You'd skip breakfast and then you eat during the lunchtime. You eat a big meal you know, hmm. during lunch. So someone told me that it's good to, you know, uh, to trick your brain. So you're not constantly thinking about food or constantly thinking about, you know, oh, I got to eat. I didn't eat breakfast. I got to make some breakfast. You know, hmm. when you try to skip and inter- interrupt that, uh, schedule or not schedule, but how is it like a habit mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, if you break that habit, even about even not having breakfast um, and just eating like one big meal for lunch and maybe not even having dinner, mm-hmm. I think it's actually benefiting you like in, in a way. I don't know why. I don't know how, but it's good for your health to do that once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you're a breakfast, lunch and dinner kind of guy, but sometimes I'd eat like lunch. Sometimes I'd eat a really late or really early dinner and that'd be all I have. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. Well, I, I'm definitely trying to step up my fasting game and get better with it. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a couple of times I tried three day water fast. And I remember one time I passed out and I, w- I was so like after two and a half days, I was so, just exhausted and tired. I remember I was in the bathroom and I just fell over in the corner Wow! and I passed out. I woke up in the you know morning and I'm laying in the corner of the bedroom and the, be- the, the trash can was this basket and it was all busted open. I must've fell out pretty good there, but I, I, I may, I survived. And then there was another time I walked, I was on a three day water fast, trying to do three day water fast. And I walked, I was living with the family at the time and I walked into the family room to tell them, Hey guys, I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. So I tell him and I'm walking back to the bedroom and while I was walking to the, back to the bathroom, I fell to the bedroom. I fell over and wow. um, their son was a paramedic. So he came and gave me an IV and, and I got back going or whatever. Um, but uh, w- w- water fasting, Dr. Frank has, he's a huge com- uh, champion for water fasting and, and the mm-hmm. benefits of like their spiritual benefits. First of all, of, of being able to tell, tell your body, no like tell your stomach shut up you know you're not eating today law entrepreneur academy live is back and better than ever lal 22 live saturday november 12th in novi michigan join 400 fellow law entrepreneurs and learn from some of the best in the industry at this powerful conference that will help you grow your business speakers include james mansky mike andes paver pete troy clog Nick Carlson, and Mark Bradley of LMN, just to name a few. Get your ticket now for the early bird price of $197. The price goes up the end of September. Your ticket covers access to the conference, lunch on Saturday, and free admission to the Friday night go-kart races. It's going to be so much fun. We'll see you in Novi, Michigan, Saturday, November 12th. LAL 22 Live. Sponsored by Xmark. Ballard Products, Sure Track, Kelly and Sons Trailers, and Yardbook. Grab your ticket now at LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life 
is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February. Sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. You know what I heard? Mm -hmm. What makes you hungry? Is it your stomach that tells you you're hungry or is it your brain? I don't know, but it there there's a there's real when you water fast there's real hunger pains. It's usually the first day or second day where it's like it's it's challenging to to not cave in because yeah because think about it you know people would eat huge meals and then 30 minutes later they'd be like i'm hungry again well i know for a fact that it's not you know your stomach's probably full it's got food in it um, but i think it's just a brain it's like a mental you're in a mental state where your brain tries to trick you play games with you and say you're hungry again. You know, you should eat something. Then they eat and then they gain all this weight because they can't control it. It's just their brains telling them they're hungry, hungry. So you keep on constantly eating. Mm. But in reality, it should be the stomach that needs to give you that, you know, feeling of, of hunger. It shouldn't be your brain. It should be your, it should be your stomach. Mm. So, cause like, I mean, I, I can go all day without eating Mm -hmm. and I'll be fine. You know, I, I, maybe I'll feel real tired at the end and I should eat something. I shouldn't, I, I don't want to say it's a good thing for me, but I never feel or like my brain never tells me like, you're hungry, you're hungry. I, mm-hmm. I just wait until my stomach like starts growling or it's just like, I feel empty, you know, inside. So then you eat. But I think a lot of people have that struggle with that is, you know, the brain tells you, oh, you're hungry, you should eat. And then they constantly keep on eating every single hour or whatever. Yeah. Well, like you mentioned the breakfast, lunch, dinner thing. It's like, oh, it's time for breakfast. Oh, it's time for lunch. Yeah, and you just, you just kind of. You might not even be hungry. Right. But uh, fasting, man, I'm telling you something I'm, I'm trying to get more on top of and, um, you know, do do it more regularly. It doesn't have to be three days. It could be a one day water fast. You know, you wake up in the morning and you don't eat the whole entire day and you go to bed. Then the next morning you wake up. But Dr. Frank was explaining to me like at least if you do like a three day water fast, 
your immune system basically jump starts and like uh, basically rejuvenates because hmm. your so, and I actually I got to get Dr. Frank on the show to do a fasting show. He's so smart. I know he talks about marketing on the program predominantly, but when he starts talking about health stuff, it's just like mind blowing, but your body, your cells, what, where you start fasting? Cause your, your body's not now comp, um, taking down the food, um, compressing the food. I sound like an idiot. (laughs) Dr. Jameson over here. Uh, There's a word I'm trying to say, and I can't say it, uh, of how it breaks down the food. So now it goes and it starts eating the cells, like the the dead parts of the cell or the the parts of the cell that aren't fully functioning. And it kind of cleans those out of the system. It, It eats those. And then after three days, I think it's called autophagy or something like that, where you, your body starts eating your, itself. That's why you start losing weight. Cause you're, you're not Does eating eat food like now. Fat cells or what? Yeah, no, we'll have to bring Dr. Frank on to explain all this to us. I think it's called autophagy or something like that, but it starts eating ourself. Um, but it's eating the bad parts of ourselves. So it's like, you're getting this cleanse to your immune system. And I think it's about 72 hours where it's basically like you're, you're getting a brand new immune system if you if you water fast for three days. Um, and if you can't make it there, I know Dr. Frank encourages at least 48 hours. And then, you know, if you've three never watered, go ahead. I was just going to say three days. Is that completely flushing out your system? Is that what it does? Yeah. And I mean, Dr. Frank challenges me and I'm unsuccessful at it, but he, he challenges me every single month to fast three days, do a, a three day water fast. Every single month? Yeah. but And I haven't done it. I, I try... There's been some, you know, times I have done it, you know what I mean? But I'm not consistently doing it like he suggests, but it's just because my immune system, I've gone through a lot of trauma in my life and stress and anxiety and and Mm -hmm. my immune system's not functioning where it should be for a 36 year old man. Um, So I'm trying to get my health on point starting tomorrow because I'm already, I'm going to watch pizza tonight, boys. Well, what do you mean? Come you on, got Paul. You know what I ate today? I ate spaghetti and chicken. Yeah, last like night you had two. Sauce. Last night you had two Maj pizzas. Hey, that was last night. We don't talk about the past, all right, Paul? Oh, man. Today, I've been doing good. I got chicken. I got chicken noodle soup in my refrigerator from last night. I got Los Rios. It's a. <laughs> It's a now, hole in the wall Spanish. Now, do you, do you do you eat organic food or are you just like eat the better alternatives? Because we, we we try to buy all organic. Try try. Yeah, I don't I don't have that AdSense money floating into my bank account, man. I'm I shop that much, Paul. Look, think about it. You will be spending more money going to the hospital, like more hospital visits. Oh, I in I the agree. Future, you know, rather than eating healthier, this like when you're young. You know, during no, I during your younger years, I agree a hundred percent. Where my budget's at right now, I'm on. I shop at Aldi's. Okay, it's just, it is what it is, guys. It's I don't know if they have all. Do they have Aldi's in Idaho? Your Whole Foods, like the Whole Foods that you're talking about, mm-hmm. is like a probably like a Costco to us. You guys have a Costco? Mm-hmm. You have Costco? You have a Costco? We have Costco. Oh, okay. And we so have- that's basically what the whole. We we have a re- we have a place called Whole Foods. It's a it's a real grocery store, mm-hmm. but it's really expensive. So what, if, if I if I financially can afford to shop there one day, hundred percent, I'll go fill up the buggy there and not even think about it. But right now, financially, 
they'd be carrying me out on a stretcher if I filled up a buggy at Whole Foods and checked out. I mean, I, I was there one day and this lady in front of me had this little dinky cart and it was four hundred and like thirty two dollars and I was like, she was rich. I could tell she was super mine, rich. Steaks, mine, yeah. Yeah, steak, egg, just a few things, four hundred and thirty two bucks. I'm sitting there, I got the hot bar, you know, I'm sitting there. <laughs> it was it was like twelve dollars for the hot bar. But I shop at Aldi's right now, but that's not my goal. It's just, that's where my, I need to make wise financial decisions and that's where I got to shop right now. But my goal is to, you know, be able to shop at Whole Foods one day for sure and, mm-hmm. and get organic meats and organic this and that and the other. But yeah, I'm really trying to cut out bread for my life. Carbs. Yeah, well, you had two pizzas last night, Phil. It was thin, man. It was thin. Oh, it was the thinnest. I'm, thin I'm, I'm really tempted to. I walk out of the studio, drive straight to mods and give me a it. pizza. Don't do I'll it. I'll tag you Don't. on Instagram. Thanks, Phil's locker. Don't do it. You're oh, man. I pray to God that your card gets declined. <laughs> now, what kind of prayer is that? Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no I, uh, no, we, we all fail. I mean, I, Hey, my pizza is better than Domino's though. You got to admit. Oh, Oh, yeah. well, I like my, see, I, the last time I had Domino's might've been when I was called. I haven't had Domino's in a long time. <clears throat> Marty, you like Domino's, Mr. Producer. Call him during college football season. How you doing, Mr. Producer? I'm good. I'm going to get pizza. Watches <laughs> Alabama. Oh, man. Yeah, I think, I think we need to wrap it up, Paul. Oh. Now you're thinking of, uh, that's, I know that's in your, in your head right now. Thinking about food. Dominoes or mods, baby. <laughs> or I could go get my leftovers. I have chicken noodle soup and guacamole in my refrigerator. I could heat up and eat that. Now, are you, you make food or, or are you majority of the time eat out? I make, I watched a YouTube video from Gordon Ramsay on how to make scrambled eggs. So I make pretty good scrambled oh, eggs. Oh, the fluffy eggs? Yeah. Oh, you fluffy know about scrambled? that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. My wife loves them. You, you stir it, you know? You stir it on the Clean the bottom. Clean the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But see, sometimes you got no time for that. You just crack them, you know, or boil them. I take boiled eggs all the time to work, you know. Yeah, but uh, I, I chopped up onions this morning for breakfast, uh, onions and red pepper and yellow pepper, and I put all that in a pan with olive oil and some Creole sauce or uh, uh, seasoning, excuse me. And then in my other pan, I had five eggs, and then I mixed it all together, and I also had a couple pieces of toast with that. So that was a really, really big breakfast um, that I made it in my kitchen and things of that nature. Um, but I've had a rough day. I, I, I've been podcasting all day. I went down to the pool for a little bit. So I ate one of those unnutritious protein bars that I, you know, told you about just because I was starving. And I didn't have anything. And, I, you know, I, I got it from Aldi and I ate it and um, it's in my refrigerator. But um, for dinner, I'm looking at chicken, leftover chicken noodle soup or going to mods and get build my own. Build my own pizza at Moz. Yeah. Thankfully, we don't live close to a Chick-fil-A around here anymore. We don't have one in Idaho. There's one in Washington, but if I really want it, I'd have to drive like 45 minutes to it. So that's that's out of the picture now. Yeah. Well, that, I'm not tempted with Chick-fil-A because it's, it's too inconvenient. There's a huge line there. And it, oh, uh, yeah. there's a couple of them really close to where I live. I mean, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. But I'm... I'm not going to wait in the drive-thru line. If I go in, I'm going to go in. But at this point, yeah. if I'm going to go get in my car, I'm going to Ma's Pizza. You guys got a Popeye's? I think so. I think we got Popeye's, Bojangles. 
Um, those places this is are controversial, but I think Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than uh, uh, Chick Fil A's chicken sandwich. Okay, that's controversial, but it's just the 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 amount of chicken you get from the burger. And I know we're talking about junk food right now, but the amount of chicken that yeah, you where we get. go from algorithm chips that's going to change your life to Domino's versus Mods, hey. Chick Fil A versus Popeye. <laughs> yeah, talk about uh, trying to change people's eating habits over here. Paul, you're wanting to go to Mod. Oh man, Funny. I don't know. I want to go to Mods. What do you eat at the GI or the Equip Expo? Um, what do you there? They, I don't eat because I'm talking to people. Um, I, I, I think I went to Chipotle one night. I do. I, I know I did. I went to Chipotle two nights. So it's pretty close to the Expo Center. I went to Chipotle and I, there was a horrible, uh, restaurant in the gold house at the, at the hotel I stayed at. Um, mm-hmm. Naylor actually paid for it. So he, he bought the dinner, but they had this and it wasn't her fault, but they had like one woman working and there's probably like a hundred people oh, wow. there. We waited so long and Naylor's so nice. Naylor's like, I know you're so busy and it's okay. I mean, Naylor was so kind to this lady, mm-hmm. um, but you know, they, they had a cheeseburger and French fries. So it's, you, you got to go off. So they do have food on site. They, but but you'll see well, what they I try to get. They try to get me with that extra like twenty four dollar to the to the buffet pass. I'm like, ah, no buffet pass or some some kind of buffet in, in the in the exposition. Like, how do you I don't know how, how do you say the word? What buffet? How do you say it in Idaho? Buffet. Buffet. I've never heard someone call it a buffet. What do you call it? Buffet. Yeah, buffet. It's the same thing, Paul. Yeah, At least you, I ain't saying buffet. Buffet. Yeah, buffet. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to go Buck. to the buffet? <laughs> you got you a good woman if she wants to go to that buffet, country buffet. Country buffet. Um, I don't know. Now, listen, this this is your first year. If you wear your Phil's Lawn Care shirt, which I highly recommend because that's your brand, um, you're going to get stopped and people are going to be talking to you, and, and it's, it's, it's pretty wild. So... What, what? I'll bring I'll bring one shirt just in case, like a like a shirt that's not because I mean no, but I you wanna, you want a brand you want to you want to meet with these brands like like have a I have a dream list so I I want to work with let's say Echo Kohler Jobber Toro you know Xmark whoever Ferris all these companies are there so I'm I'm trying my my game plan is to try to go to these booths and talk to the marketing people and let them know hey I got most listen to podcasts in the industry. I'd love to work with you. Meet meet these relationships. And so my challenge to you, Phil, is make your list of the top 10, 20, 30 companies that you would like to sponsor your content or put their power equipment or their mower or their whatever in your videos. Right. And their key marketing decision makers that make all these decisions, they will be there. And so you want to get to these booths and you want to shake hands and meet these people and get their email addresses and establish a relationship with them. And so I'm on a mission. I'm trying to get to these booths. And mm-hmm. then while I'm walking there, going there, people are intercepting me, which, you know, Hey, friend of the show. And of course 
I give them 110% to saying, you know, where are you from? Thank you. Nice to meet you. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to engage in, and any person that tells me, listen to my podcast, I'm going to do my best to, you know, say thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I've heard some stories that yeah, like they come up to people that are real, real popular and they're like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? All right. See you later. Yeah. Oh yeah. And dude, that's, like, that's happened. Hey man, come on. Yeah. I watch you all the time and I got like five seconds, 10 seconds with you. I don't want to be like that. You know, if someone comes up to me, I'll talk to them, I'll engage, you know, but I don't want to like push them away. You know, that's kind of like, it's kind of rude. Yeah. So when I say all that to say, there's no food, there's no eating at GI because (laughs) between that and if I'm not talking to somebody and giving them the best of me, then I'm trying to go hustle and get to a brand and meet, you know, meet the marketing, whoever. Yeah. Um, I'm actually have a call next week with a huge company that I, I met him at GI. I just walked up to him and said, Hey, I'm Paul, blah, 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 blah. And here we are July of the next summer and something's materializing um, from a cold, cold approaching somebody. And guys, it's the Equip Exposition now, but I'm saying GIE because for 40 years, that was the name of it. Um, So anyway, I'm not a good example of that. Um, Naylor does buy dinner for everyone on Thursday night at the rally. I didn't get a, I didn't get one bite of that because I got, by the time I got there and started podcasting and talking to folks, all the food was gone. Um, and so well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep a sandwich in my pocket for you, Paul. All right. Don't, don't be bringing me no high sugar protein bar, <laughs> but, but it goes back to fasting again. Like it, it's like, yeah. dude, I, I mean, we could get into spiritual talks about fasting, but Jesus said, when you fast, not if you fast, like it's, yeah. it's implied that we should be fasting and there is health benefits to it. There's spiritual benefits to it. There's, all kind of benefits to it. So I'm trying to give myself a pep talk after I eat my big old pizza tonight. The fast. <laughs> what do you think uh, of that trade out? What if, what if I, what if I uh, ate the pizza tonight and did a water fast tomorrow? Would that, you will. What's that? I don't think you would, Paul. I don't think you would. That I will, would eat the pizza or I'd fast. The fasting part. Man, it's, it's so hard, dude. I, I mean, I think I fasted maybe for 24 hours. That's when like my wife was doing it. Hmm. And, uh, you know, but I, I've never went past 24 hours without food. Mr. Beast just made it 12 days. I think. Did you watch that video? I saw it. Was it like he tried to do 30 days or something? Well, for the clickbait, it said 30 days. And then, and then his thumbnail is like day 19. But if you actually watch the video, it was day 12, unless he made that up. I'm hoping he has integrity with, if he said he did it 12 I mean, days. could you see it? Because you visually can notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. No, he he would step on the scale every morning, and he would he looked very fatigued. And for sure, I and I don't know, I don't know how all that works, but the final day where he ate, he was doing a collaboration with Gordon Ramsay. This is how I got the, the scrambled egg mm-hmm. recipe. This is new. He was with Gordon Ramsay, the um, chef guy. Mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay made these scrambled eggs. And Mr. Beast is like, well, I'm, I'm on my fast. I'm going to go 30 days. And Mr. B- or, uh, Gordon Ramsay said, no, I never cooked something for someone and they didn't taste it. He's like, all right, well, I'll taste it. And then he caved, he caved in on day 12 and he ate the scrambled eggs. But his thumbnail <laughs> said day 19 and his head was like on an empty plate. But that was, that was clickbait because he didn't make it to day 19. Yeah, I don't like clickbait, man. It's it's, it's not good for you, you know. Well, Mr. You know what B- else I don't like, Paul? When people 
word for word copy your titles. And I've seen that now it's happening more than it used to is people are starting their own, you know, YouTube or TikTok or whatever, or Instagram, and they're copying word for word, the same exact, maybe they'll change like one word out of the whole title, but it's like, you know, bold letters are the same, you know, everything's the same. And it's like, and I'm not even talking about like oddly satisfying mowing. I'm talking about like specifically, wow. like, but I don't want you want you want to say names here because I think I know no. one guy you're talking about that I've just. I don't seen. want to say no name, no names, no. Who's I, who's doing this? Nope, I can't say nothing, Paul. Because no, won't won't say nothing. Maybe privately, but okay. Nobody. Oh man. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Uh, my, my title from today, I kind of went out there a little bit to see if it would work And I had like brush cutter in there and skid steer. And I I use words that you guys aren't using. Mm -hmm. Um, but everything I've done is flop so far on YouTube. So I don't, I think the title has to tell, like you, we were talking about Al, how Mm. his videos tell a story. Mm. I think the title we can't forget that the title and the thumbnail have to be telling the story too, hmm. in order for people to, uh, to click and engage. Mm-hmm. Like if you would just say, you know, oddly satisfying mowing, um, sure. That's a generic term or, or title that you could uh, add to your video. But if it was like something different, like, Hey, I helped, uh, you know, a single mother mower overgrown lawn, whatever, whatever it may be, it tells a story of what you're doing and why you did it. You know, so people would click on it. I wouldn't say do that and not have anything, you know, of, you know, not have your story in your description or in the video because that would be clickbait. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, be truthful when you do that and, and, and write out a story in your title and write and try to display a story in your thumbnail for people to click. So it's it's hard to do. It's it's tough, you know, because throughout the video you look and like, you know what kind of thumbnail can I make? You know, what, what should I do for my thumbnail? Sometimes it's tough. Should I do a close up? Should I do the before? Should I do a little incorporate a little bit of the after mm-hmm. to me? Like what's been working best for me is me. Like I used to tell, like I'd ask Spencer all the time, like, dude, what's better. Is it, is it like the before picture better or should you do like a before and after, or should you show just yourself working like mm-hmm. in like, you know, like under load or something like that. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, what's been working was uh, now what's been working. I don't know what's going to be working in the future, but uh, showing me actually mowing like the tall grass, you know, mm-hmm. it used to be where I'd just show like the before, like the tall grass around the house. Oh, wow. You know? yeah. Or like the sidewalks, the dirty sidewalks, you know, mm-hmm. it used to be just the sidewalks before they ever got transformed. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's better for me when I show myself working in the, in the, in the, the um, thumbnail, so instead of the description or not instead of um, doing like the, just the before shot. So, but to each. Now you tell me I, my title doesn't tell a story at all. It's basically like, um, you know, a brush cutting tall grass with skid steer attached or size. Now now that you tell me all that, it doesn't tell a story whatsoever. Might have another flop. Some of your Instagram ones told a story. I think you were saying one of the ones that went like to a million where you were using the brush cutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, it, it said like he was bi- renovating a home or something <laughs> like that, right? In one of your titles, uh, you mean the description on Instagram? Oh yeah, 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 on yeah. Instagram, yeah. No, it, it, that might have been one of the things like you said that 
you did it. Um, you didn't know what you're doing, but you did a good thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so right. that's, that was really good. And on on the TikTok as well, you wanna. I don't know what it's how it's actually like what a term for it is, but when I, you know how I do my videos with the video, and then I have like the words on the top, words on the mm-hmm. bottom. Um, I try to be very specific in that wordage, in that in that in the in the uh, in the words. Like they have to say something, but not give an answer. I don't know if there's a term for that or not. Mm-hmm. Or. Um, they kind of sneak peek something and, tease? and makes yeah i guess you could call it a tease you know they got a tease they got to watch the video in order to get the answer mm-hmm. so and usually you have the answer at the end you know what i mean mm-hmm. but the final result or something like that so like recently i did one it was like he didn't believe me until i was done mm-hmm. that's all what the word said and then it showed me working Mm-hmm. If you're like, what did he not believe? You know, or no, that's what good. happened? I got, I got to see, I got to see what happened. So they click and watch, and then you know, didn't believe that you know he actually had a nice lawn or, or whatever. He didn't believe that he had a garden bed right over there. You know, I uncovered it or something like that. You know, so but yeah, when it's generic like that, generic terms they they fade away real quick. So you got to start being more creative. You know, have a creative mindset. Go above and beyond even in your titles even in your thumbnails okay well this is this is very 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 helpful this has been a jameson media and mr producer production